Hello, Magical Mamas, and welcome to episode 27 of the Magical Mothering Podcast. I'm Dania Foster, elemental energetics therapist and nurturer of mamas who are struggling with disconnect whilst raising highly sensitive kids. Today, I'm talking about sacred spaces for everyday homes. You can check out all the show notes at daniafoster.com slash blog slash episode 27. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. So I'm not one to keep my home clean and tidy. I'm completely comfortable lazing around with toys strewn around the room, piles of washing. Uh, that's kind of my my regular state of being when I am creative and I've got my passions around study and I'm you know, homeschooling my kids. I'm not going to be tied to my housework. But to be clear and focused in my head, I do need a space that is functionally supportive to my mission. Okay, so my values and my mission for the stage in my life, which is I'm in my mother archetype. I'm in my mother archetype. I'm happy to have piles of laundry and toys around the home. They're marks of my craft, my acts of service in mothering my children. But I'm not just a mother. I'm also a woman. Okay, and I believe that when we get tired to making sure that all of these chores are done before we take care of ourselves, that's when we can get stuck into a martyred, mothered archetype and we don't want to be there. I'm really striving to be in the priestess of my motherhood. Okay, so there is a person under my service to my family and these parts of myself must have space in my world for me to thrive. And this is what it means for me to claim space as the priestess of my home, the priestess of my motherhood. This is what it means to be able to hold space for the family, for my children, for my husband, for my cooking, for my home, as well as holding space for my sacred connection to myself. So to be able to hold space for the woman in me, I have to come to terms with the mess of laundry and dishes that's waiting for me. If I put off my time for me to keep up with those chores and I get no time for me and my creativity, my passions, the chores of motherhood never end. So we need to detach from that as an expectation that we must have that done to be doing well in our motherhood. Okay, my motherhood is a sacred stage of my evolution of self. As a priestess, I aim to embody a presence that is grounded, intuitive, purposeful, nurturing, perceptive of self and others, ambitious and driven, as well as gracefully powerful in my influence as an ambassador for my values, for my kids to follow, for them to look up to. So to be the priestess of your home, you're holding a magical container. In my practice, this magical container needs to have attributes of sacredness, protectiveness, boundaries, and elements of both masculine and feminine energy. I see source or the divine or universal energy as entwined energy of masculine and feminine, yin and yang, light and dark, fluid and solid. It's a continuum 
continuum that fades between the two points, two polar points. And we all contain elements of all of that. We thrive when we have a balance that's specific to our individual natures. So that means that there's no right or wrong amount of each part that everybody should have. Because I'm not talking about male or female or genders here. We're all energy, okay? And we've all got elements of every part of this continuum within us. So our feminine energy is fluid. It's creative. It's soft. It's holding space for nurturing presence, compassionate forgiveness and intuitive power and an instinctual knowing and perception. Whereas our masculine energy is solid, it's foundational, it's grounding and purposeful, it's ambitious and driven, as well as being protective and sturdy. I believe that we do need both to hold spaces, the priestess of our lives. Yeah. So rhythm is a masculine structure that holds our feminine flow in a vessel of creativity, intuition, and nurturing presence, as well as keeping us accountable to our purpose and our ambition. So my rhythm holds space to clean the kitchen, make the foods, do the laundry, read to the kids, but also holds space for me to flow into my own world, connect with my own needs and hand over responsibility to my partner so that I can simply serve me for a spell. The power of rhythm over something rigid like routine is that rhythm is fluid. Okay, it's not tied down, but it has the ability to bend and flex. And this is perfect when your tasks are interrupted by children's needs and changed plans and unschooling, following the child's lead and being able to move with their flow. I often describe rhythm to my clients as the riverbanks. The riverbanks provide the emotion, the creativity, the flow that runs as if the water is just running rapids down the middle. And if we don't have riverbanks, this sturdy structure that guides and allows bends, then this creative flow or the emotional flow will break banks flood out, cause overwhelm, destruction, and make you feel like you're drowning because you don't have any direction. We need the river river banks to give us that guidance to hold our direction and keep us on point or on path to go towards our goals, our ambition, our purpose, and that keeps us aligned with our values. And this is how we do value-led living. Okay. So making sure that you have a rhythm and then all you need to do is like I've got it written up on my fridge is this happens and then we can do this and then we can do this and then we flow into this. These are the things that are important in my days. And then if you feel off track, you can look up and think, where am I? And what what, what is something that I can just do to get me back on path? Okay. 
Your home is your altar. It's a devotional space of worship. It's a sacred space for your magical workings, your practices, your rituals as a family. What are the magical workings that take place within your home? So this can include the way that you speak to your children and partner and self because words are spells and magical workings. And I know that if you're listening to me, you are most likely on a path of breaking cycles and changing the way that you raise your children. And this involves a new way of speaking, of casting the intention into your children and how they feel about themselves. You know, that um, the intention of self-worth confidence of raising them with that so getting tasks down around the home asking for help to tidy up making requests and setting expectations of needs and boundaries comes with intentional practice and we want to hold a perceptive uh, influential presence that commands a seat of from a seat of grace and calm power so the way that I do this is that I teach a model for my children from the practice of nonviolent communication to support this intention. The way um, you present your body for yourself as well as for others holds the energy of who you believe you are is another thing. The way that you dress your body, so your wardrobe, the colors that you wear and the style that you choose or don't choose impacts your energy. So you don't actually have to have everything stylish and on point because, you know, those comfy trackies that make you feel so good and comforted, that's what's important. If your clothes, the way the clothes make you feel. So if your clothes make you feel less than, get rid of them. Just keep the clothes that give you that warm, fuzzy feeling that make you feel good about who you are as an individual. Okay. The way you care for your body impacts the way you carry your body's energy. I know that I get into depressive slumps where I haven't showered or brushed my teeth and just pushing myself to start just two 30 seconds is enough to get me out of that loop, that self-destruction loop. So when you add in some simple rituals, once you get into a good flow, adding in simple rituals that nourish your skin and nourish your hair, um, use some organic um natural oils and face massages. I love using my crystal face roller, the jade roller, and just um, I use blessing balm and just make that a practice of nurturing myself. You don't need to, you know, wear makeup or get facials or waxing appointments. Just focus on how you want to feel nourished in the skin that you're in. Okay. Another thing that you can build into the way that you create this sacredness in your home is the food and the way you prepare your food as a sacred ritual a magical practice that infuses your health and your love for yourself and the health of your family um, with gratitude and protection workings into the way that you cook Okay, and holding meal times as a sacred ritual. The activities that you do together, come together, sit at the table, set places, light a candle, ask the kids to choose a centerpiece. And that could be a flower that they've picked from the garden and put in a jar or a crystal or a little clay statue that they've created. Open the space up for their, for a sacred connection by giving them the control of how to create that sacred space for the family to come together around this. Okay. Inviting them into the cooking process, inviting them into, to help you set and bring it together as a, as a special thing. 
So are you surrounded by things in your home that are of meaning to you? Or are you surrounded by things that are trying to portray a persona of who you want to be to fit in with the world around you? So what I mean by that is, do the things that are surrounding you in your home represent who you are or are they what you believe you should have to be able to look fashionable or um, for me, it was like, oh, you know, you have to look like a grown up, so you can't put these things out, like little fairy statues and things anymore, because you're a grown up. You can't have fairy statues. I've got little, little fairies everywhere now, my little friends. So they they keep me connected to a part of me and and part of me that I want to keep alive. And it's a, it's got a lot to do with letting go of what other people's judgments are and really embracing these parts of who you are. It doesn't mean that you have to go and put out fairies or anything. I'm not saying everybody has to do that, but I want to encourage you to do things that make you feel good, not just do things because that's what's on fashion at the moment. Now, my values as a mother invites kids artwork covering the walls affirmations scrolled across the fridge my windowsills are adorned with crystals and seed pods and clay creations candles and plant cuttings that are sprouting and oracle cards that I've called on for the week and I've set them up there to keep me accountable and paying attention to what my what my messages are so what are your passions and what are you playing with at the moment? Can you see it in your living space or is your living space just for show? Like it, it really um, reminds me, we call it the living room. It's where we do our living. It's where we are creative and expansive and playing. So is there signs of your play in this place? And it's not just your children and their toys, like their kids' toys, um, their projects, their art. If it's a value to you as a family and to your connections and how you grow, then make a space for it and showcase their, their final products, put them up on the wall or whatever it is. Um, it can also be your mantras, your thought pieces. Um, if you like to do art or love notes to yourself, I've got little post-it notes that I've stick up, stick up around the kitchen just to reaffirm my intentions and um, my mantras back into me. Okay. So have a think about clutter versus creative mess. You get to define what your limits are and compromise with those that you share the space with to what works for you so for me like there's a big difference between clutter of you know putting all the mail in a pile until it gets really big and all these books that are stacked up there and that you haven't looked at for a few months and it's all just creating a mess that becomes clutter versus a creative mess is that these projects that are stacked over here that we're currently working on and there's a book that you're actually reading. There is some pieces of paper that you like, these are your to-do lists. This is what you got going on. That's not so much a problem for me. That doesn't get irritated for me, but clutter does. Clutter, clutter makes me frustrated, but creative mess, cool with that. See, you've got to define what your own limits are and get comfortable with, with where you're at. Okay, your home is your sanctuary. It's your safe space and you get to fill it with 
the light and love that emanates from you and your family and the activities that you do as a family, things that you do with your kids, the things that you do together. Okay. And that's what creates the protective energy of a space is the energy of um, gratitude and excitement and passion and love. That's what creates that protective force field over a home. Okay. When we fill a home with positive energy, which is what all of that's coming from, it does it it means that there is no space for these lower frequencies to stay. The lower frequencies of fear, of judgment, of um, anything that you're wanting to protect yourself from. You can't survive in that energy. So just a story, when I unboxed my spiritual self and I expanded into living my truth, my altar came out of a little box that I kept in my bedside table and, you know, it was hiding it in there and it wasn't everywhere in my home. And taking that out and expanding it and allowing it to grow onto my windowsill altars and the kitchen and the bathroom and the bedrooms and setting up my dressing table altar and my hall table altars, these are all reminders of my sacred connection in every room. So we look to like other elements of our connection to the sacred. And for me, I work within elemental energy. So I like to infuse elements of earth, air, fire, water, and spirit. And these activate the magic that's residing within. And that magic that's residing in is our relationships, um, the magic of and the power of connection to other people. Okay, that's what I'm wanting to build. That's what I'm wanting to really um nurture that energy nurture that magic so you could build simple altars out of this energy um, bringing in something from earth air fire water and spirit it could simply be a vase or a jar with blessed water like moon water or water that you've just infused with energy and um, you could have a plant growing out of that, like a cutting, or you could put a flower in that from your garden or anywhere, um, a little crystal, a shell, a photo, a feather, um, some incense or a diffuser. How are the elements represented in your home? So let's look at each element and see how we can sort of create a space for them in your home. Sacred spaces for earth could be reminders of your rhythm and your needs. So like I said, I have a little whiteboard up on my fridge that has the rhythm. Um, I have a little list of my needs that I have to check in and say, like, have I meditated? Have I, you know, have I done my journal pages? You know, what have we, what have we missed today? What are my needs? Um, having a table clear for your meals and your um, family grounded rituals. So um, a candle set there to, to light at mealtime. Spaces for resting and safe retreats. So snuggly spaces, like we've got a big therapy pod that we've got little blankets and pillows that we can snuggle into, um, have a safe retreat. And these are the nests that you nurture in. Okay, what's um, your air element is what feeds your mind. So do you have books around you, um, materials for writing, journaling, um, spaces for conversation? Um, and that's not just spaces like where you sit down to have a talk, but it's like having spaces in com for conversation throughout your day, which is when we tie in the mealtime, sitting down and asking questions and, and doing that. 
um, element of fire. So what are your signature colors and what's your signature style and how is that presented in your furnishings, your passions and your projects, your creativity, your play spaces? Um, so like for us, it's important to me that I've got a little shelf near my dining room table so that we can easily access our coloring materials, our paint materials, any like games, family games for playing after dinner and just getting them out after breakfast and going straight into games or going straight into coloring or going straight into books. So having these projects right here so we don't have to like what was happening before is if we're trying to make everything clear, clean spaces and look presentable for other people to use our space or what looks good for others to come in like show home, you put all your projects out of sight. You might put them in the hallway cupboard or put them downstairs and then you don't go there you don't see them and you forget about your passions you've put them out of sight out of mind but having your projects right there and it doesn't have to be messy it can just be right there you just pick it up and you can do it easily daily now water element bring the water element in your home is elements of emotional connection so this is where i was talking about your nest for snuggling together um it might be creating that that space in your rhythm for reading before bed uh your love notes to yourself little affirmations on post-its that you stick places um putting your drawings that the kids give you or letters from them artwork reminders of your your memories your friends your time together photos all of these things surrounding yourself in those that energy this beautiful way to bring in the emotional connection and show that these pieces and parts to your life for value and holding space for the element of spirit in your home so this could be sacred markers for rituals like candles or affirmation deck on the dining table uh, it could be um, photos of your ancestors it could be little pieces that um, your ancestors have left to you so my nana left me um little crystal butterfly that I keep out of my dining of my dressing table altar and wooden carvings of horse bookends and horse head bookends that I that I have the pride of place and I've got some in my bedroom and some in my lounge room and these beautiful aspects that have passed down to you give them pride of place and if they're of value to you then put them out and take care of them Okay, so it could be that, you know, taking notice of I've got this big gum tree out my, out my um, window. You can see it from my dining room and my kitchen window, this big, beautiful gum. And when I was talking about my anchors to calm, just looking at that tree and feeling its roots go down deep was an, it's a, it's a um, anchor into my breath and sending my roots down deep and my connection to spirit as a conduit and being able to be as the tree a conduit digging my roots down deep and breathing in that energy down through that channel that we open up to okay so you get to surround yourself in the reminders of your sacred connection to self and your loved ones your home is a sacred container that holds the magic of your connections
So don't worry if there are toys strewn across the floor and piles of laundry to be folded. It's nothing to be embarrassed by and neither is your sacred connection to self, having these reminders of the love that you have for who you are and, and these little parts that make you uniquely who you are. Having those around you is beautiful. Okay, so thank you so much again for joining me, Dania Foster, for this Magical Mothering podcast. If you enjoy listening to my stories and philosophies, don't forget to click subscribe so you get an update on my next episode and share it with your friends. I'd also love to invite you to circle with me in my online circle collective where I hold space for our magical mothering journey every full and new moon. So together we can share our stories and what's really going on in our world and feel nurtured by my guided meditation journeys. You can find all of that information at daniafoster.com slash circle. If you'd like a more intimate container to work with me on becoming the grounded guide that your child chose you to be, please come visit my website, daniafoster.com or send me an email. There's so much love and appreciation to you on your magical mothering journey. Thank you for being here.